Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah. Leilu Nishmasi Mimirosi Rusmas Mordechai. I must have spoken Lashon Hara or something. Maybe it was the Mila demonstration. I just burnt my tongue literally. Ah. Morty Strauss, first surgeon, firefighter, number 114 for Muncie, learning the daf with his newborn baby. Mo Landy sent that in. Rabbi, so we have a message from Nisan Gans. Many of the new guys in the shir are not aware that they can also get a free Gemara. They're not aware. Yavama's volume three is starting in less than two weeks. And every member of the shir, that's you, can get a free Gemara. You simply have to do one thing, get someone to join. Someone new to join. It's that simple. You can send your friends to joindafyoimi.com to join the shear and get a free Gemara. After you get someone new to join, visit growtheshear.com to get your free Gemara. Simple as that. Maybe I'll take some freezing cold water. Anybody have cold water here? My, my tongue is on fire, literally. What? You gave me hot? No, no. I said freezing cold, not hot. Mom just burnt my tongue. The Chavid. Ten percent of rebelli is the subject. The Chavid rebelli. I had a business Zoom call yesterday with Hanan Aberbach. Hanan Aberbach. He makes video walls. And while setting it up, I noticed that he signs on his emails. It's Kishmak to do daf. I don't know. He's, he must be from the tribes. So I started the meeting new. How long are you with rebelli? It turns out the Hanan started way back. He's actually a viewer number four on YouTube. Viewer number four. Today there's what? Thousands? He's number four. Who's, who's brother? Your brother? Get over here! Oh, you said that. We did that already before. Okay. Kisses, five years on YouTube. You also recruited around two dozen people to join since then. Yishkoyach Gadol. We have to let, let it sit there for a little bit. Kitzer, he started Chabur in his house in Florida. He looks forward to meeting you one day. He hasn't been in Eretz in five years. That's crazy. As you remember, when his wife had a baby, he sent a picture to the Shir learning the new baby. So it's cool, pretty cool icebreaker. All the best, Abba Renner. Shom Ravelli. Bekitzer, this is a doctor from Laniato Hospital. And he did some research and he says that the reason why that kid got sick, that infant, is because he must have had intestinal obstruction and perforation. Iris Simmons, Karnei Shomron. Instead of watching TV on my way to Florida, check this out. Learning the dive is so much better. Steven Stern. Somebody sent me this uh, very interesting video. Let me see if I could get this off. But check this out. There's a terrorist attack. In the middle of the terrorist attack, here's the terrorist is up on the left side. Here he is. He's looking as a knife. He's about to attack. He goes running, running, running. Oops. Let me see if I can do that again. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know why it's not going so fast. Okay, let's do it again. No, I need to stop it. This is what prevented the terrorist. You see the truck? Here we go. And that's why the end of this story is this. He's on the ground, dead. Okay.
today is the 32nd day of the Oimer. The Koilal sponsor is anonymous for Shiduchim. Lili Nishmas Rav Zachary Shimon Akoyim Balashtain, Zechitaz Bibracha. Aaron Frame and Luschus continue Parnosa Siatis Shemayna Safta Rebelli. The Boyer family, Lili Nishmas Rebelli Yo, Zechon Lavrocha Ben Rav Romner Yoyer. Parnosa Choydis, the Walking Team family in Imein Kemach in Torah and Torah and Kemach. By the Lach. And Lubavik's family is like in Jersey because Torah is the best Gula. Parnosa Choydis anonymously, Lili Nishmas Chayo Bas Yosef. Anonymously. As a source of comfort his family. very good. Second one, Eliezer Gross, in honor of Yosef Korn from Bergenfield, New Jersey, who got me to join this year. Who? Oh, this is the Gross. Shem Aleichem, Gross, from Bergenfield? Wow. So I don't have to call you up. Who's this guy next to you, Shem Aleichem? What's your name? Shimmy Braun? No, I know, I know two other Shimmy Brauns, at least. What? Oh, we met in Flatbush. So you're the other guy that I thought I know. Shkoyah for coming. Who did you come with? He's still here? Who? No, no, no. I, your wife had Sakaz of the Pies? Because I saw another guy. <laughs> Who's that guy? You know? You came by yourself? No shaykhs? Oh, wow. <laughs> Who? Who's your neighbor? Akiv, Akiv, you slept him? You want a free Gemara? That's what's going on? Givaldik. Okay, so he's, he's a local and you're from Flatbush. Lil Nishmas Rabchaim. Borapak, sorry, Borapak. Lil Nishmas Rabchaim ben Rabshleimer Ruvain and Michal Dinowitz in honor of Molandi. Molandi is the one that just sent a picture of that fire sergeant. May super support of MDY be his chos for him and his family. Raboisai, here we go. We are holding. Let's start the sugi again. Omer Rav Yitzchok, Omer Rav, Loidnitno Prias Milo Lavromo Venus. Yesterday we had a demonstration. Priya. There was a guy that wrote online that. Shabbos Kuflun Lamed Gimel wins. In other words, he liked the demonstration of the peanut better than yesterday. It could be it's true. I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't get that much feedback from yesterday. Mr. Medalim didn't like it that much. What? Really? I didn't get it once. Okay, Shkoyach. So, again, there's two skins. There's the foreskin, there's the thicker skin with the green glove, and then there's a very thin skin. You don't cut that. With the nail, you tear it and pull it back down. So that part, the Priya part, wasn't given to Avram Avinu. Avinu just removed the foreskin, the thicker skin. That only happened by Yeshua. So we have to see this Pasuk over here. What's V'goymer? V'shuv moil as B'nai Yisrael Shainis. The end of the Pasuk, which everybody knows in the time of the Gemara, we don't. That's the main part. Redo the Milah. Whoever had a bris Milah, you have to do it again. Why? Because it's Priya. You have to remove that membrane, the very thin skin. The Dilma, I, I just asked some Bacharim after the Shir yesterday if they knew about the Priya thing, and they said no. So I was happy, at least for them, at least. I know I didn't know about it. I was at many bris Milahs. I saw them cutting. I was up and close, but I didn't know what they were doing. Like this, afterward, like this. What, what's going on? So at least now we have a little bit more. A lot of you know what it is. 
lot of you don't. So that's why I did that thing. Just to you remember, there's the upper, the the outside glove and the inner glove. The inner glove is the priya. Says the Gemara, who told you that it's a mila, a, a second mila for all those who had a mila without doing the priya? Maybe there were many people in the midbar, those who were born in the midbar, they didn't have a mila. Everybody had a mila. Everybody came out of Mitzvahim. But those in that were born, the, the, the charts are reversed, Yosef. Sorry, this is chart zero. Those that were born in the desert, they didn't have Mila. So maybe that's who Yeshua gave Mila to, says the Gemara, that can't be, because look at the Pasuk, and came Shuv. Shuv means, again, Ella So it means everybody that had a Mila got a Priya, a second one. So then why does the Pasuk say Shuv, is again? Shuv means again? So why does it say Shainus a second time? It's the same word, basically. If there is skin that's left on the atara, the atara is the top part up to the ridge. So if there's roiv skin, by that Torah, you can't eat. What does that mean? Omar Avinu, Yisemi Rav, Yirmiyo, Barab, Omar Rav, Basar HaChoyfes, Roiv, Gava, Shalat Torah. I had a piece of skin here that I did from the glove yesterday. Okay, it's not here. It was on one of those clothespins. If anybody sees it, I'll take it now. Agobanim, it doesn't mean the, the circumference of the bris is much more than the height of that Torah. So let's say the circumference of the bris is here. This, this is the bris, so it goes around. So what's roiv of this? 51%, so I'll fold it in half. A little bit more than this. So the Gemara understood that it has to be like this much skin, a little bit more, this much skin. But gava is only from that Torah to the top. So roiv gava means in one place, I have a little tiny bit of skin, that much. So you see, it goes from here, that much, to this much skin, the, the roiv of the height. Somebody just this morning left me a message, doesn't want his name mentioned, and his good friend is here, Rabbi Braun. Everybody in this year knows him, basically. He said that he performed the own bris meal on his sons. And he messed up. He mamish messed up. That's why I don't know if it's a great idea for people to do it. He said he cut, but he removed the knife too quickly. And the mail noticed that a piece of skin was, was still there from the Arla. So after everybody went away, they took the baby out, they had to redo a bris, they had to recut it. So maybe it's not such a great idea. I know my shver does all our kids because he's a surgeon, and blah, 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 but I don't know if it's such a great idea for regular people to do it. You saw what I did yesterday? I was going this way. By the way, the reason it was so hard is rubbery, the glove. And I did it right. You see, it's not that easy. The guy said it wasn't, they messed up. It's like doing You can't do both. <laughs> you just you just gave away one of your jokes, Jonathan. John, that I'll repeat because people complain. Jonathan said Ellie gave himself a bris when he was eight days old. Very good. Jonathan. He wrote me a message yesterday. He goes, for yesterday's demonstration, I have more material for Rishchay the Shadar. 
<laughs> he was there. He was worried that everything's going to be about Baldwin this, but by by this, that, that. Okay, now he has some material. Baruch Hashem. You, you can repeat this joke, and it'll still be funny then. So the guy has a little skin left over, like that, like that Givaldike uh, guy that told me the Maisa, that his kid won't be able to eat truma. In other words, he's not Yoitzi Brismila. And what if somebody does a Brismila without doing Priya? Nothing. It's not a bris. You have to do Priya. It's part of the bris. Great. What was the reason all those years, 40 years, the guy's 40 years old, is walking around without a bris? Either it's because being tired on the way. What did I do with my? Oh, here we go. They're on the way, and a bris is very demanding, and it could be a sakana for the babies. So no bris. They didn't have the northern wind. What is this nor- northern wind? So Rashi says that it brings the sun and the sun is more effective. Rashi on the side over here, there's Likute Rashi, different places in Shas, he says like this, Hiraka, Mesuka, Utslula. I don't understand any of the stuff. It's soft, it's sweet, it's clear. Umam Tekes is Shara I have a feeling that it's more of a Ruchni thing, but everybody argued with me. They warned Zaycha to the northern wind. because of the Maisa Egal, so he removed the Ruach Tzvainas. Now, this Ruach Tzvainas, yeah, uh, Kavad. So, we're concerned that if there's a northern wind, it will disperse the Anane Kovid. What's the obvious question? The Anane Kovid were, were, were nice. How is the little wind going to disperse the nice? So maybe the Pshat is that the whole point of the Ruach Tzfeinus is to expose the sun, to have that sun, to have the Chama, whatever that means. So it's a contradiction. If you're going to have the Ruch Tzvainas, that means you don't have the Ananiya Kavit that are protecting you from the sun. It's not, it's not like, oh, they're whimsy uh, clouds that just fly away. If you're going to have Ruch Tzvainas, and the point of Ruch Tzvainas is to have the sun, so then that's what it does. It disperses whatever is in its way. Omer Abba Hilkoch, Yoimah Eva. if you have a cloudy day, Yoimah Deshusa, if you have a southern wind, not a northern wind, you cannot do brismila on a cloudy day. In the time of the Gemara, or generations before, they looked up, no, today's cloudy, the moil cancels the bris. Like having a yellow baby, no, can't do a bris when you don't have the sun. Well, nobody cares about the weather today, we just do a bris, what's the pshat? So now we have a big concept in chats. When the rabim, you need the raiv, you need... The masses, they don't care about these things. So then you have Hashem. Hashem is going to save and protect the fools. So again, it is something that everybody does. And you see that nobody's died because of it. But if everybody does something stupid and people are dying all the time, then you don't have Shoyim So you have to, you have to know what, where, when and where do you say Hashem. But there is a concept that once people act foolish, 
and they do the wrong things, but it became a minog, and the roiv do it, then Hashem says, you know what, let me take care of these fools. I'll tell you what, yes, but you should know there was at least a Ruach Tzfoynes at midnight. So happened that what does it have to do with anything? Well, how do we know every every night? My Talmud, where do you see anything from this? Says Rashi. What is, what is the Gemara saying? When did the Givaldic miracle of Magus Bukharis happen? At that point of Chatzia Laila. So all the Gemara is saying is that there's a hint that that happens every single night, and we see that from when Magus Bukharis happened. Bizarre is similar to David. And Rashi brings the famous Gemara in Brachas. He had a harp hanging above his bed, and it faced the north. would wake him up and, and uh, play a song. So if, it, if this wind happens every single night, then it happened in the year 2022 as well. So then why does Gemara say the 40 years in the Midbar? It's a special chiddush that even though Akash was upset at Klai Yisrael and it didn't happen during the day, it happened even then, it happened at night. But even, certainly in our generation, we have Ruach Tzvainas at midnight. And that's why people do Tikkun Chatzois, the whole thing, this is a special type. Now we have a concept called a Mashok. Mashok is a person that had a, a complete bris milah. Then he went and he took his foreskin or his skin and he pulled it forward to cover his bris. You can do it with a surgery, you can do it with stretching, whatever it is. He got old, whatever it is. But he's a mashuch. We're going to see soon there was a surgery that was performed to do this, to accomplish this. Bidafka, the guy forced the Jews to do it. So, says Ravuna, we have to remember because we're going to be dealing with this Ravuna for a while. Ravuna says that even though he has a mashuch, He's a mashuch. It looks like he doesn't have a bris, but he has a bris. He could eat truma, mutter to eat truma. Chacham came along and said, also to eat truma. Why? Because he looks like an RL. It says, what? It says that somebody has this mashuch. He had a mila, but he has the skin. He must perform a mila. says, Gemara, it's not a steer to Ravuna. Ravuna just said, Midirais and not. And Midirabani asked, yes. So, what was he even having? Mean? What kind of question is that? Hatsarch Kitani. It says, Mefurish Tsarach. So, Ash explains, it should have said another Lashon. It should have said, if a person is a Mashuch, Havi Aral. It's a much better Lashon. Hareza Aral. You are. Tsarach is the Rabbanan Lashon. Not a Diraisa Lashon. Midiraisa is Aral. No, he's not Aral. He just. It's, it's preferable that he performs this procedure. He should do another bris milah. Says Gemara, you're right. The hava minah was kotay b'seifa. Another thing. He made a mistake somewhere else. The what? It says, Don't do another bris. If a person in Kroshafa, don't do another, uh, uh, if he has, a, I'm sorry, he's a mashuch, don't do another bris because he could become a Kroshafa. That's the problem. Dubi hochazer. 
some email, he, he says he's a, a moyal, and that I should dispel some of the things. People think that moyal and make mistakes, they don't make mistakes, there's hardly any mistakes because they have the guard, and even if you nick some of the part below the guard, a kid could still have children. He wasn't going into the Khrushchev or not, today we could fix 100%, you could fix a lot of stuff, but it doesn't mean it's not a Khrushchev. Once you nick it and, and, and puncture whatever, it's already, it's a big problem. I'm not a rabbi, but that's what I understand. That even if you fix things later, it's still a problem. To dispel the thing, don't worry. Don't do this, these kind of mistakes. It's not, it's not, it's not a common thing. Who's Ben Koziva? Bar Koichva. The famous Bar Koichva, who Rabbi Kiva thought was Mashiach. In his days, the Romans decreed that all the Jews should have mashuch. One by one, bring them in for surgery, pull their skin forward, they're all arelim. So they went ahead, and after they had this, this second mila, no problem, no kushafcha, no problem. You're mechuyiv to do so. A person is mechuyiv to have a bris mila even a hundred times so that he's not a mashuch. And another raya, as brisi hefar, and here's the pasuk here. As brisi hefar. The rabbi says, the word hefar, as brisi hefar, the three words on the bottom are completely extra. It says, if you don't have a milah, you get karas. And then it says, it's brisi hefar. Yeah, you get karas. You're doing against what I told you. I told you to get a bris, yeah. So as Brisi Hafer comes to say that if a person has mashuk, he has extra skin on his arla, he must remove it. Ask the Gemara, Maiva Oimer. Anytime the Gemara brings two psukim, it's a problem. Where it's enough for, with the first pasuk. The first pasuk, Right, we said that if there's a little bit of skin, like that tzaddik that left me the message, left a little bit of skin on his son's arla, no good. So I would say that that halacha we learn from the words himal yimal. Here, he did the milah, himal. Then the moil came back and yimal again, a second time to get rid of those tzitzin ha-ma'akvin. Toshma, if you're going to say that the pasuk is for something else, okay, I have another pasuk, it's brisi heifar. The rabbis is a mashuk. So at, even if you're going to tell me the first pasuk is not talking about mashuk, the second pasuk could, could be telling me that a mashuk needs uh so the mashuk needs a milah. So l'chayr we have a pasuk. We have a pasuk here. What does it tell me? That if a person has mashuk, he is a mashuk. It's He needs a milah. As Brisi Hayfert says in the Torah, a person that has extra skin, the Romans told him, after he had a bris milah, everything was good. At the age of 42, the Romans came and did a surgery and pulled his skin forward. Oh, you're oral. As Brisi Hayfert, he must be there raisa, and if he doesn't, he can't eat truma. Isn't that a cash from Ravuna who says he could eat Juma? Who saw our lo hashas You came the wrong day. Tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow is like volume. We have a special surprise. On camera, on camera. When I'm going to shave here. If it, if it, if it brings in more hits, yeah. If it go viral. Shave your head. As Brisi Hafer, the Rabbis of Moshe, who saw Vamid Kanosav, La Shas, Kra, 
the Goyres here, I think the Rishas Goyres, Vinosav La Talmud the Shas is the wrong word. It's just like one of the, back in the day, every time it said Talmudah, they figured Talmud means Shas, but it's wrong. Talmud means a learning, something they learn. Oh, it says You're wrong. He made a mistake. Don't ask a question, Ravuna. The puzzle was just a raya to, to, to the Rabbanon, not a deraisa. So we have a question on Ravuna again. Ravuna says if a person has mashuch, he's usher to eat truma midrabbanon. A guy's a tumtum. His bris is covered. So what is he? What do we call him? He's a suffolk arl. We don't know if he's an arl or not. He's a suffolk arl. So he cannot eat truma. Nashav, if he's married, va'avadav, how could a tumtum get married? But maybe he's in the cave. How could he get married? Va'avadav, so the Gemara is going to ask that. Va'avadav, but he definitely could have slaves. If he's a zachar, he has a slave. If he's in a cave, he has a slave and she eats truma anyways because her father eats truma. We said before, a woman could have slaves that eat truma. And then our case, mashav. If he has extra skin, or he was born with a brismila. He didn't have foreskin. It says mafurish that they do eat. Androgynos. What about one that has both? Zachris and Kevos. Nakvos. After he does Mila, he could eat Truma. Truma he could eat. Why? Because a girl eats Truma and a boy eats Truma. But he can't eat Kachim. What's Kachim? The meat of a Chatos. The meat of even kachi kachim, like a chatas, the, the highest level is chatas, asham, or a mincha. Tumtum, enoi oichel loi betruma veloi bekachim. The more repeats itself. The Bryson repeats itself. We just started. Tumtum, enoi oichel betruma. And now we say again. Tumtum, enoi oichel loi betruma. So the Gemara is going to explain one is a suffix and one is a vada. Something like that. We'll see. Veloi bekachim. Tumtum, zi kachim. Why? Why can't a tumtum be kachim, Rabbi Isai? Because a woman doesn't need kachim. And maybe he's a woman. Khtani Mias. But what are we searching for? Mashuk. Mashuk v'nalik shumala rei elu oichlin. So the gears in our Gemara is tiyufta de ravuna tiyufta. There's a bomb kasha ravuna. Rashi's preferred shot is not like our girsa. His preferred shot is that it's not a tiyufta ravuna. Ravun also admits that they could eat. Just the Rabbanon would go and say you shouldn't. Okay. Fine. When is it possible that a guy writes a get to his wife, Moshe? Moshe divorces Moshe. Yankel divorces Yankel. How's it, Shaykh? Says the Gemara, Oh, Mama, Tumtum, Truma. We just learned that Tumtum should not eat Truma. Noshev, Avad, Voichlem. How does a Tumtum have a wife? If he was Mekadisher, on the Tzad that he's a Zachar, then she needs a get. And if somebody's Mekadish, her, him, her, then they were Mekadish him. What does that mean, Kiddush of Kiddushin? So Rashi says that the guy that was Mekadashur, forget Aishasish. You can't be with this Tumtum anyways. Because what if he's a Zachar or Yoiver Mishkim Zachar? 
So forget Eishas Ish. There's already another Ish in the Raisa. So then what's the point? The point is that whoever was, let's call this Tumtum uh, Yona, because Yona could go both ways. What? Binary. Right, it's like that, but both ways, Simcha, it could go both ways. I didn't want to say Simcha because I have a kid that's called Simcha. Get mad at me. Why are you calling me that name? Fine. So, let's say Simcha. So, Simcha accepted Kiddushin from Ruven. So, the problem is that Ruven cannot marry Simcha's sisters because on the side that Simcha is a woman, then it's a Achosisha. And he can't marry her mother. And she, he can't, all the crime. That's what Rashi says. Forget a get. You don't need a get because he can't get married anyways. Simcha can't marry anybody in the world because maybe she's a Zachar and it's Mishkev Zachar. Great. Says the Gemara. So how is it possible he has a wife that's going to eat Truma? It's okay to say that she could eat, that he has a wife, L'chumra, to say that you need a get and you also didn't crave him. But to say that the wife is mutter to eat truma because maybe he's a zacher, that's a kula. The kula we don't say. Savagishu. Oh. Like that Maisa with Rukhan Kanevsky. A guy goes in to Rukhan Kanevsky. I saw it with my own eyes, but I didn't like the Maisa so much, so I'm not going to say the, my story. I managed with my own eyes. I came with a photographer, and Rukhan Kanevsky told the photographer, I don't let women take pictures of me. So he goes, what? And it turns out uh, he had a ring. He says, well, okay, fine. So I don't want to say that story. I didn't say that story. Erase. But a guy comes to him. He says, I don't have children. He says, I never saw a woman married to another woman who have children. He says, what? He says, you have a ponytail. Get rid of your ponytail. And he got rid of his ponytail. And nine months later. Omar Abayom. No, we're talking about a tumtum that's 100% a zakhar. How do I know he's a zakhar? His bris is covered, but it's beitzim aniker. So if you could tell, see his beitzim, so therefore he's 100% a zakhar. He's also 100% a aral. And the mela, when he's makadish a woman, is she his wife? 100%. He's a zakhar, keep him makadish a woman. But he's still a tumtum. And, and by the way, uh, Gemara speaking, the Gemara always says that a tumtum, even based on Nikaris, most likely won't have children. He has some other issues going on. Rav Omar, my Noshav, Rav says another Pshat. Noshav doesn't mean, so we had to ask a question, has a tumtum have a wife? I'll tell you how he has a wife. You hear me, Nachim Shloss? He has a wife. How you doing? No, you can stand this, fine. Bevis. I messed with you, I just chased him out of the room. Get over here, it's fine. Rava says, Nashav doesn't mean his wife, it means Imai. And we had this terrorist a few days ago. It means his mother. Because of him, this tumtum allows his mother, the, the, the woman who married a Kayan, and the Kayan died. She has a child called Tumtum, Simcha. Because of Simcha, she could eat Truma. Says Gemara, Imai Pshito, why not? She has a child. Look at this Pasuk. It says, Vilid Beisoi. It seems like the child should be able to have children. Kamash malon, that what? As long, let me ask you a question. Let me see, with the, raise your hand. If a woman married a kain, she eats truma. Then she had a child and the husband died. She continues to eat truma. What if the child is a girl? Could she continue eating truma? Raise your hand if you think she could. 
That's it. If he has a girl, don't be scared, don't be scared. A hundred percent. Lauren, you know, because I told you. If you have a girl, you eat truma. It's considered a kid. Just we didn't know that a tumtum is capable of doing the same thing because tumtum can't have kids. So is as long as it walks, as long as it talks, doesn't matter if it has children, doesn't have children, can't have it. A girl certainly could be machal, a mother truma. Toshma. I'm happy I asked that question. I thought everybody knew the answer. So we learn new things every day. Okay, so as I pointed out when we're learning it, it says the same words twice in the Brisa. Why? So says the Gemara, very good. According to Abaya, it makes a lot of sense. We're talking about the case of Beits of Nikarois. He's 100% a Zachar. And the second one is talking about when Beits of Nat Nikarois. So he's a different type of Tumtum. But according to Rava, there's no two cases. It's one case of Tumtum. Why does it say it twice? It says, my Tumtum The second case is talking about an Aral. Not a Tumtum that's covered, but an Aral. Somebody didn't have a Brismila. It says, when the first case is talking about, we don't know if he's a Zach, we don't know if he's a Keva. So on the Tzad that he's a Zachar, he didn't do a bris, but that's only a Suffolk. Vaday or Lachel. So you're going to tell me that if he's a Vaday, he does eat. Should I post for you? Hold on, let me see. Here, here, you ready? Watch, go. Shkaya. Otherwise, you're going to have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> you're done. Well, tomorrow's a great day. I'm telling you, you got to come tomorrow, just for the first 10 minutes. Matam koamar. Matam tumtum enu yoichel betruma. So I ask the Gemara, we're in the middle. Savagarel doesn't eat truma. So if a guy, we know for sure he's a, he's a zacher who didn't perform a bris meal, he doesn't eat truma, I need to tell you that. Says Gemara, 100%, you don't have to. Matam koamar, I'm just explaining. Matam tumtum enu yoichel betruma. Why does the Rashi say? Then if he's a tumtum, he can't eat truma. It's great. You need that explanation. I wouldn't know otherwise. He's a zachar. He's in a cave. He should eat truma. No, he's a, we forget that on the tzad that he's a zachar, he never performed the bris milah. We never got to it. It's, it's hidden somewhere. It's a zaharal. Perhaps this Rav Huna that says that a mashuch could eat truma, but the rabboni shouldn't, is a machalik Mashoch v'gerushin is guy, or stick in v'noylek shumal, but they take it out. V'gerushin is guy k'shumal. So we want this word mashoch, and a ger who who's a, let's say an Arab who became a Jew, so he had a mila. V'katan shavers manoy, and a katan who is having a bris mila on uh, twenty days after he's born. V'shar kolani moylim. What does that mean? La'asuye mishiyesh lishte arlois. One who has two foreskins, says Rashi. But Rashi in Shabbos is brought down over here in ice lamed. Shabbos Kuflam and Hayom says he has two brisim. I looked it up. It happens one in every six million children. Two brisim. Two arlas. Don't say in public the second Rashi, please. The first one, okay. Did you not hear what I said? He had two gidin. That's not something you want to advertise for Shiduchim. In bells, in the bells of thing, they don't have a thing for it. <clears throat> okay. 
Get over here. Show, bring your son here. Okay, fine. Wow. He had two arlas. Okay, that, that's, I don't know what that means exactly. You'll explain to me afterwards. You're a moil, you know. You did the bris, right? Okay. I don't know. How, how does it look? Like, what is two arlas? One on top of the other? Two, two things of skin. Okay. I was told you <laughs> he's told the pika ball is going to be great they love it every makubal says the same thing right the possible on the eighth day it has to be by is it already eight o'clock you'll say what's going on here <clears throat> We're getting close to Lag Boimer. We're talking about the sun now. Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, Oimer, Bismanoi, Ain, Nimoy, Lemel, Boyim. Dafain, Basin with Bass, Spansman, Mesh, Warner, Honor of Gold Star, Multi Donor, Spansman, Honor of Eli. Okay, we'll stop right there. Ain, Nimoy, Lemel, Boyim. Shaloi, Bismanoi, Nimoy, Lemel, Boyim, Ubalaylo. So we have here Machloikis. When exactly did they perform the meal on all these guys? Is it, you have to do it during the day? Rebbe Hashim says, no. If the bris is on the eighth day, then it's dafke b'day. You see the possible b'yoy If it's on the eighth, everybody else, uh, an Arab that became a ger, a mashuk, all these things, no, it could be even at nighttime. So what's machloik? You can turn off the, the, the microphone. Or don't turn it off. Is that the machloikis? So if you say moshoch is the raisa, right? Somebody has extra skin and that covers his brismila, he cannot eat, or he has to perform a brismila during the day, not at night, because it's the raisa. That means he also can't eat truma with the raisa. It's the same same concept. As the Gemara makes no sense what you're saying. There's a whole list of things. One of the kids in that list is. A kid that has a bris milah 10 days after he's born. It's not a derisive, of course it's a derisive, he's just pushed off. So how can you say that we're talking about the rabbanon derisive? Obviously we're talking about derisive by a cotton, and everybody's going to say, no machloik is a mashuk derisive the rabbanon. Everybody's going to say, mashuk is a derisive. According to the Tanakama, here you see the, ch- the chart changed. Uvayoim, that extra v- the vav is just saying. What's uvayoim? Fine. Now Rashi just points out that a mashuch, which is the rabbanon, so how come he has to be nimol according to that Tanakama during the day? It's only the rabbanon because called the talking the rabbanon came the rise the just like the, every. All other things are that are midaris have to be nimo during the day. So too do the rabbanons. Says the Gemara, Umar Savaladishim Bayon. Kihadi Yasser Rabbi Yochanan Bikadarish. Great story, Rabbi Yosef, coming up. Rabbi Yochanan made a drush. What we're going to look for is at the end of the story. Noisar, here's the pasuk. It says, Noisar Mitzar Hazavach Bayon Mashlishi Beishi Sarif. So when you have, let's say, a carbon that you could eat, take for instance Shlamim. The day that you shechta, you eat it that night and the following day. Okay? So if you don't eat it, you have to burn it. But when do you burn it? Not that night, but the following day. You shechta it on Sunday. You can eat it the whole Sunday, the whole Sunday night, the whole Monday. 
you have to burn it in a fire, get rid of it on Tuesday morning. If you found it that day, so you burn it on Tuesday morning. You go into your refrigerator and you say, I cannot believe it. I forgot to eat the carbon. It's in my fridge. It's three weeks later. What do you do? You can burn it also at night. So remember, this Rebbe Lazar is Rebbe Lazar ben Pedas. Says Rashi, this is the Rebbe Lazar, the Amaira, and all of Shas is named the Rebbe Lazar ben Pedas. The Rebbe Lazar in the Mishnah is Rebbe Lazar ben Shamua. How do I know? So you need a chart here. It's a very shvacha chart that I pulled off something I did in Shabbos. Oh, you can't even see it. The bottom line is like this. There's a bris milah that happens on the ninth day. When? If a baby is born any day of the week, so you don't do it on the eighth day because perhaps he's born on the following day. So you do it on the ninth day. But what if that ninth day falls out on Shabbos? So you have to do it on Sundays. That's the tenth day. What if there's a yontif afterwards? You push it off another day. What if there's a two-day yontif, meaning Rosh Hashanah? Too? You push it on another. So sometimes a bris meal happens on the twelfth day. Great. By the way, there's actually a question in the Dirshu test. Prove to me that if a baby was yellow. Let's say that, that those not the lush, I'm just explaining the question. Baby was yellow and they pushed off the bris. And they were able to perform the bris on Chalamayid. Do you push off, do you do the bris on Chalamayid or you push it off until after Yantif? So you do it on Chalamayid. Prove it to me. From this Gemara we just learned now. Because it only says 12. It should say 13, 14, 15. Says the Gemara. Those are the questions. They're very difficult. They're not these simple questions. Take a look at this chart. We said some Rebbe Lazar doesn't hold. We darshan like this. Because there's a Vav and a Hey extra, it's just saying, There's two, then he does darshan. So, it happens to be that you only do it during the day. Not like Rabbi Yechanan. Ishtik. Rabbi Yechanan didn't say anything. He didn't answer him. Basta, the Nafag Rabbi Lazar goes outside. You see this Rabbi Lazar guy? This Ben Pedas. He thinks he's a, he's Moshe Rabbeinu over here. He's making fun of him. He thinks he's a Tana. Kadarshim Psukim like this. Where does he get the chutzpah, so to speak? Kadarshim like this. Where did he get the, the, the nerve? It's an unbelievable story. It's his. He invented it. He's just saying over Braisa. It's He's not saying his own thing. What did Rabbi do? And over here we have two of the Yisaitis that MDY stands for. When I go to speak to the Bachim, I always talk about these two things. It's mamish here in the Gemara. It's unbelievable. Nafak Tanya betlasi yoyme. Went Rabbi Yochanan learned the entire Torah's Gehanim in three days. What do you mean he learned it? In those days they learned everything by heart. There's no svarim. He learned it by heart in three days. Besavro betlasi yarche. And then to understand it deeper, he learned it in three months. So first of all, you see here that the the, the concept and the Gemara always talks about it. Avizar Rava says it. And then uh, Rav Kahana says, first you learn up. So it's, it's a raya a little bit. I'm not, again, I'm not going against yeshivas, but it's a raya to the idea of learning shas and learning dafyomi. 
you need to learn everything first, then you can go much deeper into it. He learned the entire Torah's Kahanim, then he went deeper into it. The other massive insight is that when he had that, that hargasha, that thing, like he was inspired and he says, Oy vey, how did I miss the Torah's Kahanim? He jumped on it and he learned the entire Torah's Kahanim right away. It was a Maisa with, I don't know if it was Bukhan Velazha, I forgot, I tried to look it up. Somebody said it was a praise of Pruskin, but I, it was it's not him. That he was in yeshiva and somebody said something, he said, and he made a mistake. He missed a thing. Who, who was it? Because he started the first yeshiva. I know, so maybe it's Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim Brisker, maybe, because it was somebody, if it's Pesach Pruskin, it's him. Fine. Some Rosh Hashiva, the, the Bachar was so embarrassed and hurt that he didn't remember that Gemara. He left the middle of the meal. It was the middle of the meal, he didn't bench. He ran to the room, locked himself up, and started learning shots. So they asked Rosh Hashiva, they said, did he do the right thing? They left before Bikr Samaz, and he said, no, he didn't do the right thing. But had he waited until after benching, he wouldn't have finished shots. He wouldn't have done shots. So suddenly you have to chop that inspiration and go with it. Zog to Gemara. Omer Rebbe Lazar, can we go another minute here? So we don't, we have to get at least halfway down. So we do Raiv Da'amad. Mixes Kulak. Omer Rebbe Lazar. Orel she'iza hazah so yikshayra. Now, talking about hazah, so this is it. You have this hysep thing and you dip it into the water that's mixed with the ashes of the paradum. You go like this and you, you hit the guy with the sprinkle who's tomei tomei mace. What if he's arl? He doesn't have brismila. Hazasik shayra, it works, and the guy is tar. How do I know? Somebody who's tomei and goes into the mikvah, comes out. He's semi tahar, but he has to wait until nightfall. Ava pi'i, even though he's also to eat truma, kosher bepara. He's allowed to do the avayd of the para. Says the Gemara, what's the comparison? You want to compare an arl to but what's your question, We're not talking about eating here. We're talking about touching. Who's still semi tome He has to wait until nightfall. If he touches truma, becomes tome Yet he's allowed to perform that void in the para, which by the way is outside of the base of Migdash. A Arl who's allowed to touch Truma. He's allowed to touch Kachim. He's allowed to touch everything. And he didn't. Shemut Bepara. Alright. Let's stop right over here. Unfortunately. Have a wonderful day.